Welcome to another edition of the Screaming Eagles podcast. I'm your host, Ben, and joining me, as always, is the loneliest, saddest man in the world. Welcome, Billy Buttons. You can all go fuck yourselves. (laughs) (laughs) And joining us via satellite from the dark side of the moon, Cyrus. Once again, coming from your bedroom... Laying down like a young Hugh Hefner. Oh my God! Nips, nips out. <laughs> clearly cold. Clearly cold in Dy. Clearly ten degrees colder <laughs> north of the okay, Spit Bridge. Every, every time I am on a computer that I can see someone and they can see me, I get my nips out. <laughs> it's, just it's just the way it works. Um, so Cyrus, uh, just for everyone at home, you didn't throw a hissy, you actually ran out of power last time we spoke to you, right? Yeah, well, no, what happened was, uh, my phone went, and then I went to the iPad, the iPad went, yeah. that was dead, and then I went to the computer, and it said, just update this, 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 and this, before you can put Skype on. So, yeah. Yeah. And at that point you went, no. Nah. I'm, yeah, I'm done. He, yeah. said, he said, well, I could, or I could click on Red Tube. And, oh, yeah. look what's happening over here. Yeah, there's so many possibilities on the web, and that one doesn't really suit me for right now. Um, so, Cyrus, how, how have you been? What's what's happening? Well, this week was a bit of a downer for me. Oh. I, um, I, I took a very innocuous step off, a, um, off the bottom rung of a stepladder, and the foot that should have landed on the floor didn't quite land properly, and I took a bit of a spill. Hang on. And, um, what, what, what do you land on if you're aiming for the floor and miss the floor? Oh, uh, like on building sites, like, so there was kind of joists, and there was a whole bunch of stuff. Like, it was kind of like um, working on a, a floor that had holes in it. Yeah. And stuff. Anyway, I stepped, stepped onto the floor, and the, the, the surface that I stepped onto kind of, like, shifted. And um, and my so that was my left foot that landed on the floor. My right foot was on the on the lowest rung of the ladder. Yeah. And um, I went down like a sack of shit, and I was next to a glass door, so I couldn't actually brace myself because I didn't want to go through the door. Good call. And um, I ended up um, going outside, and my uh, my my right leg uh, went at kind of like a forty degree bend to my knee. Shit. And a pop. And, oh. um, went down like a sack of shit and, uh, got a scan and stuff. But as, as it turns out, it's actually not as bad as it, it could have been. I imagine, you, I imagine uh, you on the building site's a bit like Danny Glover in Lethal Weapon. Like, you just keep saying, I'm too old for this shit. <laughs> uh, yeah, a lot of, uh, yeah, it was, well, I gotta say, the pain was just excruciating. Like, <laughs> and but coupled with the pop, yeah. So you have the pain and then the pop, and so you yeah. can't think anything but, oh, my, my knee's exploded. Yep. 
Um, you know, like, but as, as it turned out, I had an MRI and all, all the scans and all that. And as it turns out, it's just bruising on the bone and like kind of, you know, like bleeding inside all the bits and stuff. But nothing's torn or not an ACL. Not an ACL. Um, but it's so fucking painful. Mm. Like, just, just the pain level is ridiculous. I feel, I feel for those guys. You know, you know those guys that you always see get tackled. Generally, like a winger or a center or something at speed, and they kind of go down. Their leg just goes out at a weird angle, and they kind of just sit there writhing, like kind of on their back writhing, and they kind of get stretched off. Mm. Didn't quite understand what was going on there, and now I totally get it. Like for for ten minutes, I was on my back, clutching my knee, like no one could touch me. I was just like, ah! <laughs> <laughs> what? fuck, like I would have said fuck 120 times. Like just, yeah. I was. It was my mantra. Yep. <laughs> but, um, yeah, it's all good now. Like, Can I say, Cyrus, if you if we're going to play like a little game and we have to choose manly players for each of us, and obviously I'm probably Cliff Two, uh, Cliff, Cliff Two, Cliffy Lyons, because, you know, the most talented one among us. Sure. You're Steve Matai, because you're yeah. fucking injured every <laughs> week. And this is, I'm, I'm a serial injury, but... Like we've had, you, you've crucified yourself, the nails through the hands. Yeah. Uh, you lost all your toenails and your fingernails, like yeah. a gothic teenager. Yeah. And now you are rolling along the ground, crying like Steve Matter on the ground. But you're in a man's job too. You know, when us stay-at-home dads, there's dangers out there when you're picking up the kids from school, no doubt. But probably not. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. Let's, uh, well, Billy was telling us a story about uh, what was it? Uh, the, the sexy nannies. nannies. The nannies. The, you can tell the nannies when they come and pick up. Anyway, my wife sometimes listens to this podcast, so let's not let's not go there. All right, fair enough. Uh, and Billy, how's your week gone? Pretty good. Yeah, pretty good. Apart from the rugby league, mm. been, I um to to. Ease my pain. So I've been drinking since 10 o'clock today, so... Because <laughs> since yeah. five years ago. Well, I've been drinking since <laughs> Para lost the 2009 grand final, but um, I've, I've been uh, on the on the terps all day because my brother-in-law is in town from the US, but um, as, as a celebration, I uh, decided to smoke a brisket mm. overnight, a, a big seven, yeah. Yeah, seven and a half kilo brisket. Boom. Oh, it's, yeah. That's a newborn. Basically, he smoked a newborn child. Well, ch- a newborn child. Uh, actually, no. <laughs> I don't know what fucking your kids We breed them big on the northern beaches. <laughs> so I see you giving birth to, like, George Rose. Yeah, that's... <laughs> <laughs> You've given birth to a healthy, smoked baby. <laughs> Let's call him George. Yeah. So it sounded like a really fucking good idea. Oh, my brother's in town. My wife said, you know, I'll smoke a brisket. I went and bought this big brisket and I put it on at uh, about 9.30 last night. Yeah. I, I was literally awake all night because it's when you, you know, it's, I've got an offset smoker and you just, the heat goes. Once once the fire stops burning, you've got to mm. light it back up with wood or charcoal. So I've had Can't a, you put the heat beads in there though? The, it's the same, charcoal. Right. It's kind of like, you know, when you're in a, you know, when you somewhere like in i went to new zealand and there's one of the like you're somewhere cold and you got to choke it off a bit mm. it's the same type of concept you choke mm. it off you go to bed yeah 
But I've got like a wireless thermometer. It's a different type of choking off, yeah. Cyrus. You're I'd, thinking of something yeah, else. I was, I was say, I'm going to say, quickly, I'll be back when Billy's finished. Talking about his brisket. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's, it's not. Was... It's not like the um, Michael Hutchins type of off. <laughs> <laughs> well, maybe it was when, when I was waiting for the brisket to, you know, warm up. Yeah. But yeah, so that was my, that was my weekend, and then I. How was it? It was. It was you good. Know, it was good. It was, it was good. tasty. Yeah, it was good. But it's they're so big. I reckon you have like a slice, and you go, "This is amazing," and then you have another slice. And you kind of feel like you're going to vomit all over you. So it's so rich. Um, and then... You'd know. like it, Cyrus, so, though. So. It's like just yeah, it's, a meatgasm. gasm. seven-and-a-half kilo brisket. It was an elephant brisket. No, that's a brisket. That's a normal brisket. It's it's brisket, seven-and-a-half kilos. Yeah. Of cow. Yeah, yeah. 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 It, yeah. Skirt. That's the skirt, isn't it? Brisket, skirt. No, brisket's yeah. kind of between the top of the leg and the neck, like kind of the chest area. Yeah, skirt. I don't know. Skirt, a skirt. The skirts are thinner. They use skirt. Like skirt is a different cut. Skirt's like a flank. Oh, oh. Yeah. Okay. Um, where the briskets are just a big chunk. It's got a muscle that runs midway through it. Um, yeah. But it, it it lends itself very well to getting drunk. Like because you're up all night. It's it's yeah. kind of socially acceptable <laughs> to start drinking by yourself because what else is there to do at yeah, three, yeah, three yeah. in the morning? Yeah. Um, but it just continued, and then there's a lot of pressure on it, though. Isn't yeah, there's it? A, and we had everyone twelve hours around. cooking, yeah. and then you eat it. You go, well, mm. is this worth the twelve hours of my life? Yeah, probably. It's it's fun, but it's also not. And then, um, Mister Screaming Eagle Ben came around this afternoon, and I was fucking well on my way into the. And he said, "We're going to do a podcast," and I was like, "I don't want to fucking do a podcast this week." <laughs> like after the results at hand. And, um, but then... By the way, Billy, just, just, I'll just interject there. Welcome to our world for last. <laughs> no, 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 yeah. Cyrus, we're being welcome to his yeah, world. I'm a para fan. The last two years, we've been para fans. Mm. Um, so anyway, that was my weekend. Yeah. But yeah, it was, it was lovely. Yeah, yeah. nice. Shout out to smoke, the smoking meat community out there. Yeah. Or, uh, what are we going to call it? Smoke. Smoke, smoke Back Mountain, yeah. which is our... Smoking podcast, which we're gonna we're gonna start up one of these days. Yeah, talking about all things smoking. Um, uh, what did I do? Well, I um, what did you do? I went apple picking. Oh yes. yeah, I had a wholesome weekend. You do, you're a wholesome type of guy. People, you know, family man. Yeah, simple, what? to the point. That's just family man. Yeah. Just do. Um, did you go to like Bilpin or somewhere like that? Yeah, went up to Bilpin. Oh, you did. Yeah. Yeah. Picked some apples, picked some apples, drank some apple juice, had a couple of alcoholic ciders, drove back to Sydney. Boom. That's my Sunday. Yeah. Oh, and then Saturday, I uh, built a treehouse. Ah. Yeah. Ah. Oh. Pallets, and 3B, 3B2. 3B2. Boom. Wow. Oh, that's a bit... Can I... You got, you got skinny kids or something there. <laughs> <laughs> what? Well, this should be skinny kids or kids. Two before. Can I just say, <laughs> sh- shout out to our Christian listeners. I mean, you guys like to fucking take the piss out of the prayer group, and no. we get onto this. Mm. But between the two of you, Jesus Christ Himself would be proud. Carpenters, tradesmen, building yep. tree houses, honest living, the Lord's work, and 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 uh, maybe not on a Sunday though. But anyway. Yeah. 
Even God rests on the seventh day. <laughs> on the Sabbath. On the I, Sabbath. Um, I, I actually outweirded two um, Mormon door knockers, which is pretty good. Oh, yeah, I yeah. Up friendly them. They actually backed out. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, it's cool, bro. Uh, yeah, we'll, uh, yeah, yeah we'll, we'll, we'll come over sometime hey, and have a cup of tea. Hey, uh, yeah, okay, bye. And I was like just standing there. Was, it, was one of them William Hopawati? No, they're both like young, kind of, you know, like um, good, clean living Islander boys. Good looking. You know, on their mission. Yep. And I'm asked if I want to talk a bit about God. And I, I kind of said, well, I'll talk about God, but you're not going to convert me. I'm a massive atheist. And then we just kind of had like a little, you know, like repartee at the front door. And mm. they realised, um, <laughs> yeah, this guy's pretty weird. <laughs> I, I've been a bit freaky. I had my shirt on. Like, I was kind of like a pair of thoughts. <laughs> Saying you guys can come in for a cup of tea, if you want. <laughs> and um, yeah, they just they backed out. Yeah. Not uh, not surprising. We we did you sort of say come into my bedroom and I'll give you my podcasting pose and sort of. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm in my podcasting pose. Oh, yeah. Did you have your um? Did you have your knee brace on and your black toenails and your half your thumb hanging off and? You just like uh, come on I in. Think, I think that was actually. I think that was actually before the um, the accident. Oh so, right. No, it was just normal. Just normal. I um, actually spent like I spent a few days in bed, and God, Netflix is boring. Like there's not there's not that much stuff on it. No. Yeah. Mate, you torrent. No. Torrent. Then you get everything. You just torrent, then you get everything. Yeah. Yeah. Iron Fist. Have you been watching Iron Fist? Fist? Hey? Have you been watching Iron Fist? No. I, I've been watching something <laughs> similar to it. <laughs> it has fist um, in it. But yeah. Yeah. Alright, let's get into uh, let's get into some fo- footy talk. News. News. Not so. Manly Seagulls. Um, it's been pretty quiet for Manly this week, and this is pretty much the biggest headline that we've had, is um, basically a story about Dylan Walker. Uh, on Friday afternoon, we found Manly Seagull centre Dylan Walker in a beautician at Warringah Mall, mm. and he was getting his eyebrows done. True story, mm. they write there. Just to make sure if you were saying out loud, that's not true. True story. He went in to kind of say... True story. Can you imagine Arthur Beetson or Johnny Raper doing it? Um, <laughs> is that is that Brett Stewart's nickname? Walker's teammate George Tafur was there too, but only to keep him company. Wow. True manly player though, backing up his yeah. centre. Yeah. That's it's not. But a, that's not all heroes we catch. Yeah. No. So you know, obviously, um, George George Tafur was following uh. Uh, Dylan Walker everywhere these ho- these days is hoping for a pass because mm. it's it's pretty Hard slim. To get a hard pass with with Brian Kelly and uh, Dylan Walker, the wingers are hard pressed to get a pass these days. But um, I mean, Cyrus, let's go yeah. back. Let's go back to 2015 when we first started the podcast. Yep. And the new segments used to go for I don't want to exaggerate, but for an hour and a half. Like all the headlines about Tooves and um, Daily Cherry Evans and Foreign and the backflip and then all that, you know, and his Tooves going all that. That is the biggest headline from the week. 
I scoured the papers, and that's all I could find about Manly during the week. Right. Is is that a good you know? Is that a good thing? Does it mean well, we turned a corner? I, did, I read like um, now that we've beaten the Cowboys last week, all that stuff's irrelevant. So everyone's kind of gone, oh well, we can't quite just gag up on Manly because they're losing. Yeah, and just write shit about them. Yeah. Oh, so we just went, and then so. They're waiting for us to lose again. So it's going to be a fucking quiet year. Boom. Yeah. Um, so, so, I mean, I guess this is almost like... I mean, this would have to be the quietest week we've ever had in terms of news story. And the biggest news is Dylan Walker getting his toenails done. So, I mean, for me, as a Manly supporter... Toenails or fingernails? Toenails. Oh, no, eyebrows, sorry. He was getting his eyebrows Eye- done. Yeah. I mean, yeah, there's nothing wrong with that. It's fine. Um... Uh, I, I would say it just means that like we're heading in the right direction. Then there was it, a little, there's a little kerfuffle. Soon? Is it too soon to get the premiership game? favourites? Yeah. No, it? I don't think so. I think we if should. anything, a little too late. Yeah. <laughs> we should have had them out round one. Yeah. Um, I mean, I, I just think there was a little bit of kerfuffle with Bozo and Nathan and Ivan Cleary's relative, Tim Cleary. Yeah. Um, Family get together. Yeah, I, I, I would. I, this is the thing. I think a couple of years ago that would have just gone on and on forever and ever. Yeah, and the fact that it was put to bed within a week, if that, it basically was big news for three days. And you know, shout out to Scott Penn. The pen. Penn. I mean, he he put it to rest. He got some HR in there, and he and he sorted it out. And now it's all was, been. Was, was there another club this week that kind of took the heat off us? It was. It was. It was. Uh, ah, the, the Tigers. 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 <laughs> sure. I mean, sure. The soon to be defunct. West, <laughs> the Western Suburbs yeah, Magpies. Yeah. But I think that that's always it. Like, as long as you've got someone in more like kind of interesting shit than yourself. Yeah. That's what be written about, and like, you know, it was always like para. It was like, you know, para was always the benchmark in. <laughs> How to fuck yeah. up. <laughs> like, self-destructing club. Yeah. And then Manly kind of came in and then, like, you know, like, so now that Balmain's going to have that, and they got beaten again with a new coach, and I don't know if you guys watched the game, but... Yeah. Um, they did. Oh, they what? They, yeah, they played well for a little while and then lost it in the we, second we half. We watched it from our phones, yeah. and uh, Ben was sampling the brisket that I'd stayed up all night <laughs> cooking, and I actually said to Ben, I said, oh, mate, Look, the Tigers got a dusting over the the storm, and Ben went, "Yeah, there's, there's 20 minutes to go, mate. The storm will piss it in." And infuriatingly, he was right. But uh, did you watch it, Cyrus? I did actually. That was um, look, guys. All I'm going to say is this is the first bet that I've won this year. Yep. I started I started the year with 10 bucks in my bank account. Yep. Got down to four dollars. Put a dollar onto um, I did a six leg multi. Came up twenty seven, just under twenty eight dollars. Boom. Dollar. Bang. And that was um, that was a storm. It was it was touch and go. But like the thing is though, I, I was watching it quite closely because I had money on it. Mm. And um, <laughs> it wasn't that the Tigers were playing that well, but they had a lot of spirit and they were there. They were all over the storm. The storm just was. The storm reminded me of Manly in round one. Right, just just dropping balls. They lost the para. Ball, Is that what you're saying? Knock-ons <laughs> in the in the um, in the dummy. Like just just like 
Sloppy, sloppy. But they were just sloppy. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Really sloppy. Fourth man in a gangbang. Just sloppy. Sloppy. Yep. Terry <laughs> times you can say sloppy. Can we call this podcast sloppy? Sloppy. Sloppy seconds. <laughs> um, yeah, right. So what were we talking about? <laughs> Before we got, like they, they, they didn't. Oh no, we're, we're, no, no. Sorry, like all, all their, all their action guys were very spirited, and everyone was very spirited. <laughs> they didn't really link up anything fantastic. It's, yeah. spirited, it's kind of. Like, can I say though, Cyrus? To being called spirited is kind of not what like. It's like being called brave. Like <laughs> oh, it was a brave performance. Like it means that you're yeah. lost. Like. Yeah. So and the Tigers are they're they're our club in crisis this week. And yeah. can I just flip it back to where you guys were a couple of weeks ago? I mean, two wins. We're four rounds in. We're not deep in. But suddenly the narrative for Manly is a whole lot better. You've got Trent Barrett sitting pretty. You've got Bozo, and I still, you know, give a shout out to to my man Bozo. For not going nuclear on the whole affair and letting um, mm. Ivan clear his brother, you know, mess things up. But two mm. wins really take the heat off. That it's a results-driven business. And when you're beating the Bulldogs thirty-six nil, and I know we'll get to the game, mm. but that takes so much heat off everything else yeah. that's going on because. Yeah. But suddenly, who cares? Who cares if Bozo's daughter's sacked? You know, you're winning 36-0 against the team that... Can I just say... Yeah. And I don't want to... I don't want to draw a line here and, you know, you point, know. Out, point yeah. out the obvious. Mm. But since Bozo's daughter's been sacked, we're two for two. <laughs> yeah, that's true. So... <laughs> can I just... Can I just say... Can I just say that Tim Cleary saw something yeah. that was wrong and he fixed it and after he fixed it, we haven't lost a game. Can I? Yeah. I, I got to assume that Bozo's daughter was going in there at half time, <laughs> telling the team what to do. Tim spotted it and gone, whoa, 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 whoa. We have a coach for that, <laughs> and he's made he's made some radical changes, which is the coach tells them what to do, and not <laughs> an old manly legend's daughter. <laughs> And, um, <laughs> Would it be premature to call her a cancer? Was she, is she a cancer on the club? She and was she's a, been carved out. She was a yoke around our neck, and then finally that wave has been lifted. Mm. Um, yeah, but look, you know, I don't want to jump to conclusions, but facts are facts. Yeah. Connect, two from two. Connect the dots. Yeah. You tell me. But I, I also think, and Cyrus, you, you live this, you live through this with me, is yeah. that. The last two seasons, it's... Yep, I'll be the first to admit we didn't have the best roster. Like, yeah, we're probably never going to win the Premiership. You know what I mean? Like, Dylan Walker at 5'8", that just didn't work. Um, Snake was in decline. There was some things going on. But realistically, in this day and age, it really comes down to keeping a healthy roster on the field. Now, we've played four games, and we've had one injury in four games. Like, that's unheard of. At this time last year, we'd gone through 37 players by the uh, fourth round. Uh, you know what? I, 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 what? I, what? Just, I just don't agree. Like, you missed... Marty Tapao came back. Yeah. He was he was okay. He gave you a bit more drive. Yeah. I don't think it's, I don't think it's your injuries. I, you I you think, don't think playing with a different spine every week 
made makes any kind of difference. Well, I don't think that you know the guys you got there. I think the big difference, your key playmaker, DCE. No, DCE. Yeah, I'm not sold on. I'm not sold on DCE. <laughs> I think Blake Green. Hey, just let's let's put it together. Right. Suddenly Blake Green appears. You start yeah. winning. I mean, everyone talks about well, DCE. Yep. No, I'm just. Hey, but you know what? Batman needs Robin. And you know what? Blake Green is a great Robin, but he's no Batman. DCE is our Batman, okay? And someone needs to be running around in the little fucking green tights with a funny little yellow cape going, look at me, look at me! And then and then Batman and comes in and... then and DCE. Kapow, kaboom, Blake Green is Batman. DCE is Robin. Well, as long as we agree that Batman plays for Manly. We can just leave it at that. <laughs> no, it was look. It was a good. It was a. Anyway, I don't want to jump we're doing ahead. News. Yeah, we're, we're doing news. Ahead, we're doing news. Yeah. All right, next news. You got something? From uh, I had a news. Um, Max Delmege shouts out Jeff Tuvey as a great coach. Now I don't know if you guys saw this. I did see that. Me and Max, pretty tight. Yeah. Max he's constantly is constantly Max searching his name on Twitter. He's a dude that. Searches his own name on Twitter. So if you ever like say Delmege, he'll come back at you. It's quite, it's quite. Um, and but really? I, yeah, oh. it's quite scary and captivating and arousing and and it's a it's a whole melange of emotions. But Max was on Twitter on the weekend nominating twos for our our former clubbing crisis candidates, the Tigers, mm. saying what a great bloke and what a what a decent, humble man he was. Um, but, yeah, I thought that was interesting that Max is still sitting on the Gold Coast, just, you know, firing a few salvos. Yep. Still at he's, he's still fighting the fight. He's, yeah. not, he's not giving up. Yeah. And uh, him and Tuvi, obviously, in the, in the same camp. And there's a couple... Look, clearly there's, you know... There was a couple of camps going on in Manly. There was Max, Tubes, and the their cancer. man. Don't forget about the cancer. Yeah, and there was their man in the middle, uh, the man in the paper, which is Josh Massoud, who yeah. is very much a Delmarge uh, journo. Best in the business, and then you've got Shout your, out to Michael Carry on. And then you've got your Zorbers and your Trent Barretts, your Bozos and your Bulldog Richies. Mm. You know mm. what I mean? Like, yeah, clearly, clearly lines have been drawn, but... Can I again? The, I'm, I'm jumping over the, the pens. One. I'm jumping all over the place here. But can I just talk about? Can I talk about Trent Barrett for a second? Well, is it a headline, or should we wait till the game? No, I'm, I don't care. I've okay. got to get this off my chest. Yep. Trent Barrett, last two weeks. Yep. Baseball cap. He's worn a baseball cap. Yep. Manly baseball cap. A manly baseball cap. Yep. You tell me what happened with the results. And I've got a theory. I think Trent Barrett is too good looking. Just by himself, just as a pure, yep. unadulterated specimen. Yeah, he's he's charged. They can't take he, when Trent comes in the sheds and say, "Guys, we've got to stop dropping the ball." Mm. You can't concentrate. He's just no. looking at his beautiful hair. Yeah, but it's like it, Brad Pitt trying to be taken seriously as an actor. It's like when it's like, yeah, mate, you t- you're you're just one of those pretty people. That's you didn't right. you didn't earn the right to <laughs> get did. here. You know how like. Um, Kate Blanchett or Nicole Kidman wore like a Ooh, nose mask. Yeah, She's I ugly say. anyway. But you know, Kate they, Blanchett. No, but you know when they wear <laughs> nose masks to make themselves even more deformed than they actually are. <laughs> <laughs> that's what Barrett has put a hat on. Yep. And suddenly he's relatable. That's yeah. my that's my spin on it. I yep. think the players go, Ah, oh, 
he does have beautiful eyes, and his skin yeah. is. It'll, you could lose yourself in there. They're going through like the, the the list of like you know like kissable lips, and like nose. Yeah, yeah. You suddenly he looks like a coach because he's got a hat on, and you go, oh, this guy's a coach. Whereas I, I think maybe I've seen the hat and it's pretty ugly. <laughs> it's a horror. I, th- I think maybe there's just been slow sales. Uh, the merchandising, and they've just said, Trent, can you could put be, this on? That. Try and sell some of these bad boys. I almost bought one. I hate Manly, and I almost... Sorry? With, like, the, 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 the eagle that looks like an old... Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, that, that's the yeah, worst yeah, logo. Like the 70-year logo. I like the 70-year logo. Like that one right there. Yeah, on, I like on the, the wall. I think the 80, the 88... Kind of 87, the 80s, yeah. 80, that was the... Yeah, the Screaming you know, Eagles yeah. logo, where I've added a couple yeah. of wings. Yeah. Allegedly. <laughs> <laughs> Copyright pending. <laughs> anyway, so then I, I, I just I just threw that out there. So what do you think? The the hat is a... I think the hat's, you know, it's no coincidence that Manly have won two games in a row and Trent has disguised his good looks. Because All right, the- so just just so we're clear, we're putting the last two wins down to Bozo's daughter being fired and Trent wearing a hat. No, that's not At fair. no point we're putting not it that to fair. the actual No, no that's, not fair. that's not fair. We've also got to take into account the injuries that the Cowboys had. <laughs> and we're also... I think we're at a point where we can agree that Dez is on the outer at the Dogs. Yeah. And so the players, he's lost... I think they say... He's lost. He's lost the shed. Lost the yeah. Yeah, he's lost the sheds. Lost the sheds. So I think it was you couldn't read if you're a manly fan. Did you just imagine Des walking around, like just trying <laughs> to find the sheds? Just going where? Where? where, where guys, has anyone seen my play? Has anyone seen the team? Huh? I'm no. looking for him. No, no, no Des. Yeah, he's lost the shed. <laughs> Branko Lee. <laughs> anyway, we'll get onto that later though. All right. Have you got any more? Have you got any uh, para news? Yeah, uh, let's let's not talk about para. Para suck balls. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's shall we uh, just get into the game then? Mm. The Screaming Eagles podcast. You ain't nothing but a hound dog. Manly, up against it, against some old foes. A traitor, gone to the dark side of the force. A Kylo Ren type Mm. character. 
once was in the light but had been turned to the dark. Um, I didn't know Tony Williams was playing. (laughs) (laughs) Des, uh, Manly's favourite son, uh, went for the lure of money uh, over to the Canterbury where he's gone on to do absolutely nothing except beat Manly an uncomfortable amount of times. Uh, Nine times out of our past 11 uh, meetings with Des and uh, he's won six in a row. And uh, yes, Billy, before you say anything, we are talking about Canterbury here. So let's just, Sixth in let's just what's that number? Let's just it's got a ring to it. Let's just let's just put that in. I, I personally um, was feeling good about the weekend. There were a lot of non-manly, not a lot of haters were, were you know doubting our ability. Um, but look, we we could jump all over the place, but I think we need to categorise it so we don't sort of get wishy-washy. Let's talk about um, let's talk about all the negatives of the game first, and then we'll talk about the positives. So starting with the negatives. Okay, so now they've got that out of the way. <laughs> let's talk about the positives. Um, perfect football from start to finish. Cyrus, talk us through it. Are you talking about the uh, dogs game? Or the game? <laughs> We're talking about the dogs game, Cyrus. Uh, see, I, I unfortunately um, I missed that last. Oh week. God! The highlight package, and from what I can say, <laughs> the highlights were really he, amazing. He is back. He was he was mean. He's involved in everything. Hang on, hang on. Let's not let's not let's not cover over that. So, just so I'm clear, at four o'clock. On a Saturday afternoon, you had something better to be doing than watching Manly take on the dogs at Lotto Land. It's, it's, it's a bit of a sad story. <laughs> my, my brother yep. is actually... Um, Dying. Getting divorced. Oh, hang on. He's not even married. Hey? He's not even married. Yeah, he's married. Oh, is he? Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. and, and basically him and my parents came over and we, we kind of hung out as a family and kind of, you know, like did family crisis talks and they turned up at four. Is there, is there a more bonding experience though than the whole family sitting around watching the Mighty Men from Manly <laughs> fucking put 36 points on their arch nemesis, the Dirty Westies? Yeah, I, I really, really wish that I had watched it. Now, now that it's like afterwards and it was such a monumental game. Yeah, Cyrus, historic game. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so I missed it. But I watched the Cowboys last week. Look, all I'm going to say is two games. Yep. I think we scored 66 points. Yeah. 36 nil and, and 32. Mm-hmm. We scored 66 points. 68 that would be, but yep. Yep. Not a try <laughs> against us. Uh, no, Cowboys, Cowboys scored a try on us. Did they? Yeah. They got eight points. Wasn't it 20, wasn't it 32 nil? Eight. No, to eight. Oh, they got, they did get a try. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Lucky try, some would call it. Um, but yeah, well, I would say that the defense. 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 <laughs> the D, the, the big D. The big D. Yeah. Um, I know the dogs love. A bit of D. Yeah. Quite a lot of D, the, actually. The big in Coffs Harbour in particular. <laughs> the, big, the big D that um, that has gone from Manly side over the last couple of years, you kind of got to feel that it's back. Uh, against, 
against Canterbury. I know you were down Cyrus after the game. I personally wasn't. I thought I saw a lot of good signs, and it was mainly in the big D. Sorry, you're, you're talking about the opening round. The para, yeah, the para oh. game. Yep. Yeah, you said Canterbury. But yeah, oh, sorry, did I? Uh, eight para, sorry, against the para game. And oh, um, six in a row. All and then... Um, row. And uh, I, I just thought that there was a lot of positives to take out of that game, and, our, and our, the big D was one of them. Mm. Um, mm. Yeah, we had a little bit of a hiccup with, uh, with South. Um, but then the big D was back for, for the Cowboys and then, of course, for Canterbury as well. Um, mm. Like, I just feel that, like, we're making the opposition look like they're not... They don't ever look like they're going to score. And I remember watching... You watch Manly sides from the last two years, and we could be up by 40 points, and you'd still be like, oh, shit, we could fucking lose it from here. Like, you never felt comfortable. The opposition always looked that like they could score at any moment. And it just feels like this team... I mean, let's concentrate on the D at the moment. This team just doesn't look like it's going to get a lot of points scored on it if... Using, you know, obviously there'll be a few lapses throughout the season here and there, but I mean, overall, it feels like our problems in defence have been fixed, don't you think? Yeah, look, we, we, we look like a solid side. I mean, that's that, that's the big thing for me. I think that like one of the one of the problems I had in week one was we just looked like one of those like we looked like a gimme side. Now, not necessarily saying that there was a massive weakness in the in, in the defence or anything, but we just looked one of those, like one of those sides that a good side could just like run through us and yep. do what they needed to do. But the last two games, from from what I've seen um, of of the the Dogs game, the Cowboys game was just like it was a brick wall, and, and, and also the way that we attacked, I thought like I've actually been. Yeah, our attacking forces have been very, mm, like, they haven't looked like one of like the the the, um, the, the top attacking forces in the league. Mm. Like all our tries have kind of come off like, yeah, you know, like a little little bit of set play out on the wings or like someone that's just burrowed in, kind of under a forward or something. And that's that's for the last few years, like two years. But geez, the attack looks like. It looked on point, and I th- and I think that, that that comes down to Cherry Evans. I actually like Cherry Evans has got his mojo back. He's kind of yeah. like a thing where he's like yeah. he's kind of throwing and going and kind of dumbing and pirouetting out of a tackle and kind of getting it onto his foot and kind of you know like kind of he's just he's carving up the other team and that was what he got his five million for or it was four Ten. million for Ten. that he used to be able to carve up teams and he just <laughs> he just went like he just went like. Nothing. He couldn't get a jump on it. He couldn't get a jump on another team, and, and yeah. suddenly we're seeing that again. And I think that that's that, that's what I'm the most excited about is that we've kind of got this this like kind of when we start like getting a bit of speed, like the whole team. Well, you know, especially around DCE, but like the whole team looks like they're kind of like ready for like a big explosive kind of you know go forward and, yeah. and that's you, you had that Tom Trevojevic try with him, and you had like you know you had a lot of like kind of tries scored off like breaks with a few passes and a few steps and all that instead of those kind of just those grinded out tries we just kind of get a try off the other team yeah and i think that that's that's when manly's at its most dangerous is when we're when we're kind of like scoring from 20 meters out 30 meters out and that's that's what i think that's what i want to see from my team is like 
Yeah, yeah it almost it almost looked like sorry to stop you there, but it almost looked last the last couple of seasons that when we'd get in sort of in the in in the opposition's ten, we kind of looked petrified, like we didn't know what to do, and there was no <laughs> chance. And now we looked. Now we look deadly. When we're in the 10, yeah. you kind of go, well, we're going to score here or we're going to get a repeat yeah. set. like, yeah. Or we're going to fucking go down sort of firing. Like, if we yeah. don't get it, at least we're going to give it a good try. Whereas before, it just yeah. felt like back and forth, back and forth, hoping that the opposition is going to fuck up. But, um, you know, yeah. now, now, now it feels like we've actually got some plays there. And just to yeah. go back to the defence... I mean, I've got to give a shout-out, because I know he's a big fan of the show and he listens, um, to John Cartwright, who is our defensive coach. Um, at, the beginning of the, at the beginning of the season, I think Trent Barrett put up his hand and he's come out publicly and said it. Um, I'm not a coach. Um, <laughs> he just came out and said it and said, I'm really good-looking. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm a merman. Um, you know I was trying to do too much last season and I've just got to concentrate on uh, various aspects of the game and basically he's handed the defensive uh, side of the game to John Cartwright and John so John Cartwright has come out publicly and said yeah I took over the defensive measures and it's completely on me and he said that before they even played their first game so it's not like he's just jumping on the bandwagon now that we've shown some good D. Um, he, he's come out and he's and I've seen it during the warm-ups before the game. He's out there with the guys and he's yelling at them and he's telling them, you know, while they're warming up, they're doing their little sets and everything. Um, and, and it's paid off. I mean, I think I feel like that maybe, you know, Trent Barrett has been able to concentrate on his good looks <laughs> and John Cartwright has been able to concentrate on the defense and the football side of things, <laughs> which is okay. super, okay. sorry, if I've been calling him Trent, I meant to say super coach Trent Barrett, but, um, and, and I've got to say that I think it's been paying dividends. I mean, it's, it's night and day from this year to last year. Okay. You oh. guys, are you guys, um, you done? Like, no, no, no. I, we haven't even, we've just been talking about defense. I haven't even got on offense. yet? Yeah. Haven't even okay, got on offense. Me. Just let me step in here yeah. for a second. Right. The Bulldogs yeah. were terrible. Like they were, they were. I watched. I watched half of the game. I had right. to turn it off because yeah. I. I knew that I was already getting bombarded with fucking Ben tweeting me and messaging me and where you know. That's not true. I didn't do anything until after the game. Yeah. But anyway. You could and sense it was coming. I could, I could just smell it. Yeah. I could, I could tell your wrist was working overtime, <laughs> and it wasn't on the tweets. But the Bulldogs were absolutely terrible. Mm. They looked absolutely aimless. They had a the, actually the. How many games? The, hang on. How many games have you watched where the loser has looked like the better team? How many games have you watched where you've gone, wow, the fucking guys who got beaten? You know, twenty to nil or thirty-six nil. They were really good, and they're a really good side. I don't see how they lost. You play as well as your opposition will allow you to, and Manly didn't allow the Bulldogs to play well at all. Hey. And they looked poor compared to Manly. You, you. I asked you that same question last week, and you would have gone, the "Bulldogs are a great side. Why? Because they play the fucking." Warriors, and the Warriors are a shit team. They go up against a fucking powerhouse like Manly. 
And yeah, they're going to look poor. The Bulldogs. You know what? Most teams are going to fucking look poor this season when they come again up against us. I've only look, I watched round one. And I didn't see that, but anyway, well, I don't remember the result. Round one. But the fucking Knights run one round one, didn't they? No, they didn't. 36 round nil. Two. Again, not taking anything away from Manly. <laughs> <laughs> but the Bulldogs were in positions to score. And we're talking about Moses. What, on the field? Mo- yes, yeah. they were on the field. They were in no, a position they, they, to they, score. They, they, he, he, just hear me out. Yeah. Moses Mbai. People were talking about this guy... Saying, oh, he's a Queenslander, another origin calibre half. Mm. The guy is a myth. The guy, well, they pass in the ball and he just put up a kick. Yeah. And Jake Trebojevic would just catch the ball completely under. Maybe even Tom. Maybe even Tom would do oh, that. Tom. Well, Jake yeah. as well. They look similar. They've both got <laughs> zero fouls in their surname. And um, they were just awful. Now, the. You got to give Manly credit. I'm not trying Thanks. to. I'm not trying to take well, away. We will take that credit. Appreciate I'm not trying it. to take away. You beat a team 36 nil. Yeah. Someone you've that's beat you six games in a row. Nil is the. I think. And I think there's the only two teams that had beat Manly six games in a row. Now there's only one. I don't know. I don't know. I can't remember who they are. But let's not go there. But absolutely great play from Manly. But the Bulldogs were awful. I think what you guys have got to do is look forward because you're coming up next week against the competition leaders. But did, I, I want to go... But hang on a sec. You're moving on to Canterbury. <laughs> Let's not dwell they on did, the past. They weren't, they weren't awful, the, though. I actually thought the Bulldogs... They, I, they made very... They didn't make a lot of mistakes. They oh, just couldn't get anything across the line. And that's what I actually found even more alarming. If, you, if you're Raylene Castle, or however you say her name, what the fuck... They did. Yeah, hundred percent right. They didn't even make mistakes. Like, and I'm not going. We're not going to talk about para today. Yeah. But well, yes, we are. No, we're not. That's we decided that we'd agree to disagree and just call that one of one off. Um, the Bulldogs, you can't even put it down to handling errors. They were just like outplayed across the paddock. And I actually said this to Ben when we were sharing some of the juicy, delicious brisket mm. that that I cooked. Mm. In while well, I sobbed about Para's result, I mean, you tasted, can, well, your brisket tastes really salty. Tasted salty, yeah, I don't it had know. some tears. In I don't it. know what it was. You can't go through the team and point out fault because that's that's a perfect result. I just spat on your nose too. <laughs> you <did just laughs> I don't know if you saw that, Cyrus, but the little piece of, piece of saliva just yeah. fell off my yeah. lip and landed right. <laughs> All that talk of brisket, yeah. But the bulldogs were absolutely horrible. And so I think, and 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 as Des is a man under pressure, um, he, mm. I, I actually think I, I always rated Des as a coach, and what they came up with was just absolutely lacklustre. They they had opportunities at the start of the game, and again credit to Manly, but you talk about DCE and the attack. But as you pointed out, the defence, let's not forget last year, Manly were giving up like 30, 40 points a game. Mm. Mm. Manly didn't have a problem with their attack. Mm. But their defence is just, it's its a different team. And what the, the take-out I actually took from the game was DCE's kicking game, if you compared it to Moses and Bai, oh. was just amazing. you know. And DCE, I think, is really... This is why Manly are paying him 10 million bucks. Is he going to mm. keep it, though? Is he going to keep 
doing this because well, he's he's, a, he's hopefully now well he's now the confidence, second DC is a, a confidence player. But he's, and, and yeah. when he had foreign and they were playing well, he was just amazing. He, as soon as he came off the boil and there was all that pressure on him, he couldn't he couldn't put a foot right. He was he was struggling badly. Mm, yeah. He, he something's come back. He's got his mojo, but like he, his long game and his short game are just on form. I mean, the and first guys don't get both at the same time. Like and you know, the pres- yeah, like you know, like um. I don't know, like uh, Cameron Smith today got a forty twenty, beautiful forty twenty. Could not penetrate the line with his short game, like yeah. with his short kicking. Whereas like DCE, that kick that he kicked to um, Achilleuate, oh. like if Jonathan Thurston had done that, it would have, you know, it'd be like that kind of in that highlights package of like, oh my god, did you see the kick that Jonathan Thurston did? You know, the guy is a freak. But that was just like one of just. One of so many kicks in the game. It was just like well, just the first single ball landed exactly where it needed to do, yeah. and it bounced exactly like it was meant to. Like it, like he was doing those like against the Cowboys. He did one of those grubber kicks that like stayed low, stayed low, stayed low, and then suddenly popped up like on the fifth on the fifth roll, right into the guy's chest, so he could score off it. And like you know, you, you see a guy that's that, that's kicking like that, and it's just like. But he, he's gold for the year. If, if he can just keep that pressure up and and just kind of keep connecting like that, we'll we'll, we'll win the premiership. And you and you watch. <laughs> and you, yeah, and and the thing is, is that the the thing about that is it makes defenses nervous. Well, you saw it. Like, saw it like suddenly, yeah. suddenly the coach is like, okay, so now you've got to watch yeah. out for DC and his kicks. All right. You know, you, you, and you, you stay back when they're on when they're on our ten. You watch for the kicks, and suddenly guys are out of the de- you know the defensive line because they're watching for these kicks, which just opens it up completely for the rest of the team as well. I mean, yeah. you know, the first try was on a beautiful kick from DCE. Um, Walker grabbed it and ground it in a you wouldn't call it a textbook yeah, fashion. Orthodox. <laughs> He wouldn't call it textbook, oh, yeah. but he definitely yeah, got it down. Over. Yeah, he definitely got it down. Um, and then you've got Curtis Sirenen, I think it was the second one. Um, you know, again, not what you'd call textbook, but, um, you know, he, he, he was just um, he, he was just on fire with his passes and his kicks and, and everything. And then, obviously, I mean, that kick at the end, that was freakish, but the one that I think... I, I kind of feel that one at the end, it was kind of junk time. It was yeah, just kind of like, yeah. fuck it, we're up by 30, who gives a shit? Yeah. Or 32, sorry. Who gives a shit? Let's just, you know, it's on the last kick, we're on their trial, and let's just throw it in. And he, he kicked it and he pulled it off, and the killer Iwate deservedly got the try because he'd been playing great all game. But the one that really got me off the sofa, got the pants down... Got the, got the fucking the, the, the lube out and the fist pumping was that 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 breakaway from Jake Travojevic oh, yeah. to Tom Travojevic to DCE, who then at full flight, like a magnificent sea eagle, <laughs> spotting a fish underneath the underneath the waves and just diving down at full flight, puts it on not the right foot. Because he's right-footed, and that would be the easy way to do it. No, no, no. This was on the left foot. 
kicked it then at full flight. Did I mention that? Across where Tom Travojevic grabbed it, mm. went for the try. That was the try of the season across the board, all teams. <laughs> and anyone who disagrees is a fucking manly hater and is full of self-loathing and can't handle the truth. That was a magnificent <laughs> team try. It and and it was all skill. There's no luck. A lot of these, oh, my God, it's a try of the century. It's fucking luck most of the time. But that was pure skill. Yeah. Ag- look, agreed. It was Manly were 36 um, nil. What can like what can you say bad about them though? Nothing. Like if you're gonna if you're gonna play the dogs and beat them thirty six nil, what I'm gonna say though, this is what you guys don't get. This is you got the you got like until last week, the most expensive man in the premiership. And he's two games he's played like it. Like he's this is what he can do. Mm. So is he gonna keep doing it? That's what you gotta look at what he's done the last two weeks. But everyone keeps saying that he's the most expensive guy in the league. He was the most expensive guy in the league for one season. And then one season later, Jason Tomalolo came and signed, and now he is. The next fucking guy who signs is going to be more expensive. I guarantee in three years' time, you're going to be looking at DCE going, fuck, we got him in a bargain. Sure. And, and mate, if he plays... Michael Jordan, right, in 93, when he played in 1993, he was the second cheapest guy on the fucking team. Because they signed him seven years earlier to a big amount that everyone thought was a huge amount at the time, and you got fucking beer all over your beard, which it's is not really beer. attractive. It's, not beer. it's your jizz about <laughs> <laughs> when you're talking about DC. And then, and then, and then, by the time his contract was coming to the end, he was the cheapest guy. So I mean, but no, and, and and people can't get it. You've got fucking Gus Gould, right? And you've got you've got all these guys who are freaking out about the Jason Tomalolo deal, going, I, I, I don't fucking get it. Like, you should only sign players to three years. They, they need to play for something. This is fucking what? I don't understand. This is the way sport has been in America and in Europe for a very long time. If you've got a good no, they player... they cap the deals in the when, US. They when, cap the deals. That's, yeah. I think it's a five-year cap. There's a five-year uh, cap. Well, Ten not in the NBA. Yeah. Not in the NBA. You'd probably uh, look, NFL maybe, but not in the NBA. Yeah. But they sign guys for as long as they possibly can because you just want to fucking wrap French. up that title. And it's yeah, it's a gamble. It's a but franchise type. Fuck like. it. Uh, to be honest, I'm happy if 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 I'm if I no if I'm a GM if I'm a if I'm the if I'm Scott Penn if Daly Cherry Evans plays like he's played for two weeks, mm. it's the best money you can spend. Oh, and that's and that's well, kind of what I'm trying to get at is you yeah. you've been so defensive about DCE when he hasn't performed. Let's look at what he's done in the last two weeks compared to what he's done before. Yeah. This is what the guy can do. But and we, why we, is he doing it? Is it is he angry or is it Blake Green? I don't no, know. No, I honestly no, don't know no, the answer. Well, the answer is... Yeah. off him. Like, or is it the forwards? Is it like... It, it is Blake Green. Because suddenly he's, he's got another half. Like, suddenly it's him. He's just taking care of his shit. He's not trying to, like... Like, he's the captain, so the whole team listens to him. But he's not trying to do everything for the whole fucking team. He's... He's just got his game. He's but he's carrying. He's, like, he's the best. He's the best bloke on the field by a country mile. In the last two weeks, he's the best player on the field, but, and he hasn't been. And and so I'll be really interested to see what he does in the next. Like the guy, the guy will win the 
the the, the dallying M the way he's going. He's playing brilliantly. Yeah. But it's yeah. it's as so I'm just again you can't I can't pick fault with you, you win thirty six nil. So I'm just trying to say. Where is this guy? Where's he come from, and what's he going to do next week? Well, I think it's got to do with the fact that we've been able to put the same, and again, he, not to use a buzzword, yeah. but put the same spine on the field. We put the same backs. Well, let's just fucking mm. let's just say backs. Forget about just the spine. The entire back line. You got your centers, your wingers, your fullback. You know, hooker and your halves. It's been the same guys for the last four games in a row. That has not happened for the previous two years. We've had changes every game. Yeah, and yet we've had a bit of a change in the forwards over the last couple of games. And we dropped one. And I think you can put it down to the fact that we lost a couple of guys. And then we won the, you know, and then we won the next one. And then we've won the one after that. I just think stability, and I'm not just saying this to make, you know, I'm not, I'm not just saying this for Manly. But I think you can point that to all teams. I think you can say the Cowboys were successful because they had an incredible injury-free run. You look at the, you look at the, um, you know, you look, you you look at uh, the Sharks last season. They went through. You know, Gallon probably didn't miss that almost, many games. Almost superhuman. Like you got to look at it. Yeah. Gallon's like, yeah. I mean, it's like he's playing like a twenty-one-year-old. You wonder how he does it. You wonder what is it something he eats? What do they do? Is it all that? <laughs> I like is that it... we just skirt around yeah. it, and then sorry. I think he's eating his broccoli. He must be eating a lot of you know his vitamins. His his, his superfoods. His goji <laughs> berries. The Screaming Eagles podcast. Can I just a couple of shout outs? And like I said last week, when I um. We're talking to Michael Carianas. Mm. I, I'm willing to admit when I'm wrong. Mm. I don't think I was wrong, <laughs> so I'm not going to admit <laughs> it. But I will say, previously, um, RP Curacao has played pretty poorly for mm. Manly. His passing is not what you'd call his strength. Yeah. Um, the last two games, though, and especially he... He just tackles his fucking heart out, mm. and then he was rewarded with a try. Kind of a self-made try. I mean, yeah, it was a good. It was a good dish off by um, AFB, the uh, the born again, as we call him. <laughs> and um, I, um, but he had a lot of work to do. You know, what he reminded me of. He reminded me of like a fighter. He was ducking and weaving as I tried to tackle him. Mm. It was fucking of course being um, Canterbury. There was arms being thrown left, mm. right, and centre. Ducked, weaved. And then made the tr- and got the try, and I think no one deserved it more than than <laughs> little Arpy. Um, so you know, shout out to Arpy, he's a big listener of the show. Yeah. So um, I just want to say well done to well done to him, and um, the whole team. Honestly, I don't, I couldn't find a fault. Even Lewis Brown, I, I, I couldn't find fault with his game, other than the fact that he got on the field. <laughs> that was <laughs> that was my only issue with with Lewis Brown is that he actually got a Guernsey. But um, apart from that, um, you know, some people might put it down to the Falcon uniform, the Marvel superheroes round. But uh, what about what about the hat? Again, I've raised it raised it <laughs> twice. It Trap could be the hat. It could a... be Bozo's daughter. Look, yeah. there's a lot of reasons out there. <laughs> I'm happy to take any of them. Whatever gets us, whatever whatever continues our uh, running, mm. our running form. Cyrus, any last thoughts before you fall asleep? 
look, I, I was just happy to um, see two good two good wins back to back, and that, that's it. Just feels like it's the first time we've seen it in so fucking long. Yeah, just just our team just on the romp, and and um, sorry, not all of our team, just me and Ben's team. Nice one, so I like that. The official team of the screaming is this podcast. <laughs> yeah. yeah, exactly. On the romp, but not like, the retarded team, nice. not the little retarded brother. Your team really carving it up and. Looking good and yeah, like it was good. And and boy, DC gives a really good press conference. At the Doesn't end. he? Yeah, I like I like the fact that he just no excuses. When they lost, there was no excuses, and then when they won, he was just straight up honest. He's really well spoken. Yeah, he's he's a he's quite the gentleman. He's, dare I say? Did it. you see the um? Did you say? So f- Fox did their little. Um, I saw show. that. Yeah. I had to change my pants after it. He had, and he's. Got oh my big, god! He's got that big tattoo on his neck. I know it's nice. It's, it's classy. It's fucking big though. Like his neck yeah. is not. He's not got a small neck. I don't know. I, did, I just saw. Did. I need to cop the top of it. Is it like a? It must be like a cross or something. But yeah, that little that little um, piece on DCE at the beginning was shot beautifully on like a D five. Yeah. And it was it was nice. Can I? Can I, I, say I, I, I would like one of those every week before manly <laughs> play. Now, what do you what do you think about um, at the end of the game? Uh, nah. Clemmer's slap on DC at the end of the game. Did you see that, Cyrus? I didn't. Um, basically, what was it? Five minutes left of the game. We were up thirty-two to nil, and uh, you know I think there was a knock-on or something, and the scrum was being packed, and DCE it was a. Canterbury feed, DC walked away with the ball. As every fucking player does in that instance, just to waste time. You know what I mean? Mm. He didn't throw it away, he didn't kick it away, he just walked away with it. And Clemmer was walking after him going, give me the ball, give me the ball, which he's not the fucking half anyway, so it's not like he needed the ball. And DC sort of just turned around and said, what? And then Clemmer just with a big open hand just went bang and just fucking smacked him. Now, six weeks... On the sideline, <laughs> would you call that an overreaction? I mean, I think that's what he deserves. But no. hang on, you got six weeks? No, I'm <laughs> saying he should get six. <laughs> he weeks. hasn't even been charged. No, oh. you know, they got it. They got a penalty. It was a scrum feed to Canterbury, and then it was overruled, and the penalty went to Manly, and we got the kick, and then I think we probably went on to score from there. Um, on that, was on that miracle, that miracle try, on the miracle, um, miracle kick from DC and the try. I mean. Clemmer's a fucking loose cannon. If he's, you know, and and let's be honest, he's a fucking coward. He picks on the <laughs> smallest guy on the field, and I'm not talking yeah, about DCE. Uh, I'm talking about the fucking refs. He picked on. Every, he hang, picked on a on, um, hang on a second. Hang on a second. Parker. Parker. Corey Parker. Corey Parker. Yeah, but, but he also got banned from yelling and screaming at refs. I mean, he's a fucking pussy, this guy. And let's be honest, he's played one good game his entire career, yeah. and that was game two yeah. of State of Origin yeah. down in Melbourne. Yeah. His entire reputation is based on that one fucking game. And apart from that, what's he done? Yeah. He you does know, nothing. You know what? The guy, I don't know if you saw. So firstly, again, you watched the pre-game show. They did a whole feature on him. Where he stood there, like making mean faces at the camera, yeah. yep, with his stupid—he looks like the fucking bad guy out of No Country for Old Men with his stupid, yeah, like, yeah, fringe yeah. haircut, yeah, just scowling at the camera, and he came out like a fucking myth. Yeah, the guy is a myth. He is a myth. So he he had a good game. 
Yep. He's the, yeah, you know, he, he had one good game in you know his what? career. Canterbury have two myths <laughs> on that fucking team. Him and Josh Jackson are the two biggest myths to ever fucking grab a ball. That being said... Well, Tony Williams as well. <laughs> Cody Williams? Tony. No. Oh, Tony. Yeah. Well, he was good when he played for Manly. Mm. And then he yeah. signed the big deal, and Parra that Junior. was the end of that. Parra Jr. Yeah. Stolen from yeah. Parra. Um, but you can't. You know, when you're on the end of a 36-0 drubbing, but flip, let's flip it and reverse it, as Missy Elliott likes mm. to say, in the hood. Um you can't, you can't begrudge someone showing a bit of fight. If you, if Manly were down thirty six nil, yeah, but, you'd, you'd want but you, you wouldn't want Nate Miles to be up there praying with no, people. No, I, I don't. I wish he was. I, I don't want. I don't want that. That's just no, stupid. Wouldn't, Billy. No, that's me, just a yeah. stupid open handed thing, though. So let and, me just go. Let me just point this out. All right, to you. all right. We've touched on this. This yep. is this is a hot topic. Yeah. The prayer session at the end of the game. Yeah. It's said that maybe they were praying for Des Hasler's career, (laughs) and I think he needs more than just a prayer. But what the fuck? And the NRL has not only... Not only are they showing it, they're celebrating it. They're posting it on their Twitter feed. Mate, they they cut to it. The second... The second that someone kneels down to pray, the cameras cut to it, Channel 9 do it, and Foxtel do it, so that everyone's on board with this fucking shit. Yeah, and they're all just like, "Quick, get on it!" And all the all the directors and the you know the sports producers are going. It's like some brotherhood. It's like some brotherhood all over themselves as they watch these guys get down to pray. Surprise me! I don't know if you saw this, Cyrus. Nate Miles, front and centre. In the uh, in, in yeah. Well, to I be fair, yeah. to be fair, Nate had a good game, and that's nothing short of a miracle. He had to he had to he had to get down and give thanks. So I don't like it because it's purely come from America because they do it, and yeah. then they've seen it and gone, oh, the Americans do it, and then we better fucking do it too, and then everyone's jumped on board and gone, oh, let's do it. The only thing I would say I hate more as a fan is when my team gets beaten uh, to have yeah. high fives, laughs, mm. and fucking tricky yo-bro handshakes yeah. with the opposition after I've just got absolutely fucking wiped off the field. Mm. Which is a good segue over to the power game. Yeah. The Screaming Eagles Podcast. Do you want to talk about the game, or should we just gloss over it? Not good enough. Uh, we can, you know... Not good enough. Three words. It was terrible. So we're talking about the Eels, obviously, against yeah. the peptide, the peptide cheats. Yeah. And... The easy premiers, as they've been called. Yeah. It, 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 I mean, it was an easy year last year, to be fair. Yeah. Uh, Cronulla were good. I mean, jeez, they play a very unappealing... <laughs> Sorry, we're just watching Cyrus suck on a drink bottle, and it's really and weird. It's coming yeah. out, of it. and there's a little bit of hose on the other side of it. Um, and I felt like doing that during the power game. I mean, there's not a lot. Like, it's felt like Para had a plan of attack that was like, oh well, we don't have any ideas, so let's just pass the ball to Corey Norman, mm. and then Corey Norman would try something and someone would drop a ball. Um, the only upside was watching Manly versus Canterbury. I mean, we dropped... We had, like, 17 unforced errors in that game. 
And I think the dogs had like maybe five or six. Don't quote me on that because that's my estimate. But at least we had some numbers aren't your strong yeah, suit. Yeah, I'm mean, just chatted again. Yeah. Um, but at least we had something to blame it on. But no, I don't think Para's in a good spot at the moment. Um, their hook, the centres. I, I thought Rainey <clears throat> is terrible. I thought Para were going to turn it around. I thought, oh, well, without that Corey Norman. they've had a bit of a shocker. They've lost the leadership. But he came back. He was just razzle. He was just trying to razzle-dazzle, and it just wasn't coming off. And the one one try they got was just luck. He he just kicked it in. It was a speculator. He just kicked it in there, and it Mm. bounced off uh, another guy's uh, chest, and it just went off in an odd odd angle. And then he grabbed... And then, well, I don't think it was him, but he grabbed it and got a try. Like, it was a bit of a... It 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 was much more disheartening than... Last week, like it was, they mm. had they had their playmaker, and it was, and then to and the sharks aren't looking good this season. Let's well, let's no, let's be honest. The sharks are a the sharks club. Let's let's give it a name. Club in decline. The sharks were pretty like the sharks play are, are really poorly. No, they've, yes. they've shown their hand, which is poor. They're playing that. They've Melbourne. shown they've shown no. their cards, and they've got two pair. It's the Melbourne stuff. Twos and threes. You wait. When 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 Manly play them, yep. we'll have this conversation. They right. play the Melbourne style. So I feel like a lot of it comes down to what you can get away with and what you can't. Mm. Now, not be, not sour grapes. Like, Parra wouldn't have won that game anyway. But Cronulla are... They walk forward on every play of the ball. They're mm. really good in the wrestle. Oh, it's it's a horrible game to watch, and to see your team then just drop balls when they had chances to bring the game back into reach. Mm. They've got all these players that just sucked. So, <laughs> and then I had this fucking guy next to me, just tweeting me, going, "Oh, well, I'm not one to kick someone when they're down." Unlike Semi Rad Radra. <laughs> you know, giving me grief. <laughs> what when a I'm cracker. like, you fucking just. You beat the Bulldogs. Why don't you yeah. pick on a Bulldogs fan? No. Not one of us poor, hard-toiling, <laughs> honest-working Parramatta Eels fans that have had Brown a... Brown bag-taking. Yeah. Hey, we're the, we're the victims here. Yeah. So what Ben started this segue with was Corey Norman at the end of the game yeah. having a little cheeky yeah, brah. Happy days with the boys. Like, what the fuck? Like, you, I'm sorry, but you would not see Jake Travoyevich, Tom Travoyevich, oh. or DCE it's, braring up. Yeah, that's fair. No, 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 no. You'd see... Um, you'd, true, true. Yeah. Like, Matt, I used to like to go and have a good yeah. chat with them, you know, but DCE, yeah. you would not see that from those guys. They would yeah. be fucking filthy and angry and not... And that's Mate, what, that's he was, he had the bit, I'm sorry, but Corey Norman had the biggest smile on his fucking face. You probably watched the same, the exact same turned, shot that I, I did. I turned it off. <laughs> he had I'd the been. biggest smile on his face with his big high five and going, yeah, and I'm talking about, I don't know, like 15 seconds after the fucking yeah. hooter called. I'm not talking about half an hour later. I'm talking about right on the hooter. They've just got, you know, reasonably, reasonably beaten. And he's like... Yeah, the boys. You it's, know what I mean? Yeah. You know the rules. He's trying to tell everyone one of his T-shirts. Y-T-K-R. You know, and he's just happy because his mate Seguero's, you know, no longer backing him up with the in the no like, videos. He's on backing him up him on the... Suck it out of the... Yeah, yeah. Suck uh, it out, bro. Very, very bad performance. Very The most disheartening performance from the Eels so far. 
The Screaming Eagles Podcast. We got, so we got Roosters on Friday. That At Allianz. That'll really test our D, the big D. Well, Allianz is, you know, there's going to be how many? Like There'll be at least like a thousand people there. <laughs> Yeah, and two of them, two of them will be three of us. Two of them will be East supporters, and the rest will be homeless people looking for shelter from the rain. Um, Yeah, it'll be interesting to see how many East supporters actually show up now that they've that's a big game. Won four in a row. Yeah, Um, you know, East supporters love to jump on the bandwagon almost as much as South supporters do. So, Mm. um, yeah, it, it should be. Should be a good game. I don't think there'll be many people there, considering it starts at six. But whatever. Um, I think it'll really test out. I think it's a good litmus test. Mm. I think win or lose, I think it'll be a good, a, a good, a good idea. You know, it'll give us a good yeah. idea of where we're standing. If we lose by six, or yeah, even if we lose by eight or ten or something, I think that that'll still be a good outcome for us, as long as. As long as that defence stays strong, I mean, they've got such a potent offence. They've been putting on some points, and so I think it'll be a, especially, you know, like I think teams are going Owate. They're putting up the high ball to Owate. And so far, I mean, yeah, I think he's fucked up maybe once. Yeah. And that's pretty good, considering last year he, his defence was what was most questionable, and this season he's been doing really well. well the, so The Roosters have um, Tupo. Tupo. Yeah. Who that's pretty much all he can do is yeah. catch a high ball. Yeah. Um, so he'll be he'll be up against um, yeah he he'll be up against Uate. Uate. Yeah. yeah. So Tupo plays um, the left side and Uate yeah. plays the right side. So yeah. they'll be up against each other um, along with Dylan Walker and um, who's who's the centre for East? Uh, Sean Kenny Dow. They got Sean Kenny. No, he's Dow. a winger. He's the he's the other winger. Um, Who the fuck? With, um, Jason is it Manu? Yeah, Manu. So, so kind of an inexperienced Manu, center. So, but he'll be he'll be going high now. Fucking Uate, I don't want to, I don't want to typecast him, but that guy can jump. Hmm. I saw a couple of nice high jumps he got in there. Would you say Sean Kenny Dow can jump? Or can no, he not. He can't jump. So he can't jump. He can't jump. But Uate, Uate can. can jump. Okay. Okay. So. Okay. Let's just leave that. I don't think you can look into it more than <laughs> just that. I've just based it on the facts. Um, just totally unrelated question. Yep, yep. Did you ever... Um, whatever happened to Woody Harrelson and Wesley Snipes? <laughs> <laughs> Woody Harrelson smokes a shitload no, of pot. he stopped smoking pot. That's oh, the other news story. All oh, right. Well, he's in the new yeah. uh, Star Wars that's filming, so that'll go. be good. So we'll all enjoy that. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, I, would, I would dare say this, this, this is the litmus test for Manly. And Para, I'd say, up against Canberra. I'm with you on that, Billy. Well, even Para, I'm, I'm not. I'm. You're off. You're off I'm the bandwagon. Off. I'm off the bandwagon. The champagne is. It's a 32 year wait now. Um, they need to prove it to me. They need to come back to me because I don't think. <laughs> they need to come back to me. Well, 31. <laughs> they need to leave me a message yeah. on my voicemail, yeah. letting me know when they've won next. Yeah, uh, they were terrible. Yeah. I'm not. I, I, I've kind of. I've just been lost into the soul of smoking meat till the deep, dark hours. But that's the interesting morning. because they've still won the same amount of yeah, games that Manly have. Yeah, but you're only as good as your last win. You know, it's the old, yeah. it's the old saying: you lay the platform, you lie, in, you lie on the couch and have a podcast, <laughs> like Cyrus is doing. Oh man, I'm pretty relaxed. I've yeah. got like plenty of codeine. <laughs> <laughs> Why 
over the wine. I'm going. Oh, All right, well, let's wrap it up then. In short, interesting podcast interesting. the next one should make. And yeah, yeah, it's all about next week. Yeah, no, nothing, nothing to do with this I week. I don't think we want to really take anything. I think what we can take away from this week is that there's nothing to take away from this week. Yeah. It was a hollow victory by the Eagles. <laughs> Uh, Daly Cherry Evans is, has he's currently worth about two hundred grand of his ten mil contract, mm-hmm. and you know he's on the right path though. I'm is, happy though. He's, got, he's if, gone if from negative. Is, if this is how good he plays, I'm happy. And I'm happy. You, yeah, you will be. So I mean, obviously he's no Jeff Robson, but we're all just trying no. to catch up to power and their house combination. Good. So let's uh, let's touch base next week, and hopefully uh, right. we'll hear Cyrus say. All right. <laughs> Brilliant. That's what you said last week. All right. Good night, Australia. <laughs> Good night.